Welcome back, everybody, to our NFL with JD and I on the Dodgers Patriots and Rams podcast. Before we get into the offseason needs and all that about the Patriots and Rams, let's react to what uh, about Mr. Kraft's charges with, with prostitution. So what was your reaction when you first heard the news? Um, I mean, obviously shocked. Not, not something I was expecting. And, I mean, I was kind of hoping selfishly to deal with a, uh, a drama-free offseason, but here we are. And uh, I mean, I really can't say much more than that on my reaction other than I was just shocked. It's, it's not something I really ever expected to wake up and see. Yeah, I didn't see that either. And he was officially charged today from what I heard. And he has a court hearing on the 24th. And uh, I would expect to hear, I would expect to see uh, some type of discipline that the NFL would give up. I, I expect the, the league to give him a four to six game suspension with a heavy fine. Yes, absolutely. So, Absolutely. So the questions of the day for this one is, if Robert Kraft is found guilty with this, do you think his son Jonathan Kraft will take over team control? I think for the most part, because, I mean, it's tough to say what exactly the punishment can be because he's a billionaire. Money's not going to hurt that much. He's an owner. Having him not around isn't the same as not having a coach around or a GM around. So it's really tough as far as what you can do to – to punish him. I mean, people are suggesting take away the Patriots draft picks. They shouldn't be punished for his actions off the field. Um, so I don't agree with that, but yeah, one thing the NFL could do is maybe force Kraft to step away from running the day-to-day operations of this team. Like he loves to do. And I think Jonathan Kraft would be the guy to take over if that were the case. Yeah. If the, if the, if Goodell has to force the Patriots to put them up for sale and that you think Jonathan Kraft would take over the team control if, the Patriots were forced to being sold. Yeah, I don't think it would go that far, but um, if it did, I, I think Jonathan Kraft would take over this team. But you don't think the Patriots will be sold despite all the, 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 issues, the uh, drama with Mr. Kraft? No, I, I don't think so. I don't think that'll end up being the punishment. Yeah, I think the punishment would be a six, four to six game suspension for Mr. Kraft and a heavy fine. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like I said before, just to reiterated it it is tough to figure out because it's an owner and they're held to higher standards than the players in this league but their punishment can't be really the same money doesn't affect them having them step away doesn't really affect them so it's going to be interesting to see how this is dealt with because we you never really see it with an owner oh absolutely with that being said here is uh now let's get to um some questions. Let's also talk about the free agent needs for the Patriots and Rams. For me, the top priorities for the Patriots is tight ends and also, uh, and also <coughs> edge rushers. And for the Rams, they need linebackers and secondary help. Those yeah. are the top two priorities for each team. Okay. Yeah, for me with the Patriots, as far as free agency needs, I don't see too much. I think addressing your internal free agent needs is going to be biggest for them, whether it's just trying to keep a guy like Trent Brown or especially locking up Trey Flowers and looking at which receivers you're going to end up keeping. Um, And I think they do fill most of their needs through the draft this coming year. And as far as the Rams, yeah, maybe some other guys in the secondary and some, I don't know. Yeah. Secondary would be the the big thing for me for the Rams. I think with the Rams secondary, they're going to keep LaMarcus Joyner. And when it comes to the Patriots free agent off with their off season, I do think that they're going to keep Steven Gostowski. They're going to keep Ryan Allen. They're going to keep Trey Flowers. And they're going to keep uh, Trent Brown. Yeah, I think so, too. And I, I think these teams are in similar circumstances where, I mean, you're, you're coming off a Super Bowl. There's not really 
many holes you have and the ones that you do have can be addressed through the draft or through re-signing your own guys. Yeah, I do see the Patriots and Rams mostly signing their free agents of their own, like keeping their own free, their pending free agents of their own this offseason yes. and not go out there and, and spend all that money in the, in the free agent market on other players. So what I, the questions of the day is when it comes to those offseason moves, our questions are, there, our question of the day is, if Andrew Whitworth retires, who will replace him at left tackle for the Rams? If Gronk retires, do the Patriots go free agency or draft? Or will Tom Brady, and will Tom Brady get a contract extension done to, to, for him to play for the Patriots until he's 45 years old? Will the Patriots' defense be top five in the league under Greg Schiano? Will the Patriots have the number one ranked offense and defense in 2019? And then the Rams having the second ranked offense and defense in 2019. Those are the questions of the day that we want to get that out of the way. Okay. So for me, I mean, first thing, I'm not too in touch with the Rams offensive line situation, but I mean, I could see them going with um, Joseph or addressing it through the draft. I know there are some good guards in the draft. I don't know if, or tackles in the draft. I don't know if the Rams would like to trade up. I'm presuming not, but end of the first round or maybe trading back into the beginning of the second round, you should be able to get a guy to address those needs similar to how the Patriots were expecting to do with Isaiah Wynn this past year. Um, and from the Patriots' side of if Gronk retires, I think they will go more toward the draft than free agency. You look at two of the Iowa tight ends like TJ Hawkerson, or you look at Irv Smith from Alabama, there are some pretty good tight ends in this year's draft class. So I see them going mostly via the draft, especially for that reason, probably going out and getting one of the Iowa tight ends, whether it be TJ Hawkerson or, or Noah Fant. Um, and then third, Brady, I think he gets contract extension at this point in his career. He wants to play till 45. He's still playing at such a high level. Patriots just pay him till he's ready to retire. Under Shiano, I'm, I'm not sure if the Patriots make it to a top five D in the league. I think they continue their trend of being the bend-don't-break defenses that give up a lot of yards but don't give up a lot of points. I could see them being top five in fewest points allowed, but maybe not so much in top five fewest yards allowed because that's just what they've been pretty much under Belichick this whole time. Uh, offense and defense, if the pieces fall into place and Josh Gordon comes back, Gronk comes back, the Patriots add another offensive weapon, I can certainly see them being the number one offense in the league next year. Defense, as I just talked about last time, I think the yardage will get catch up to them, and there's just so many elite defenses out there, whether you look at a team like Minnesota to rebound or you look at the Bears or even the Eagles to rebound. There's going to be some top-notch defenses out there. So I don't think the Patriots will make it to number one or the top five in defense. The Rams, if the Patriots are number one in offense, I can certainly see the Rams being number two in offense. They, both teams have dynamic offenses. You always have to take into account a team like the Saints or a team like Kansas City. So they could throw a wrench in that one-two punch. Uh, defense, the Rams, I think, have a better shot than the Patriots of being a top defense in the NFL. I don't know if they'll get there just because of some of those other defenses. But I could see the Rams maybe finishing around third or fourth in, in team defense. Absolutely. So when it comes to the situation of the offensive line for the Rams, if Andrew Whitworth retires, I see Rob Havenstein moving to left tackle and then putting Joseph Nopum at right because Havenstein has had experience on this roster, and I do think that Havenstein would do a good job protecting Goff's blind side. Yeah, definitely. What were you saying? Oh, I was saying definitely. 
And now with that being said, let's talk about our breakout players for both the Patriots and Rams in 2019. So I'm going to start with the Patriots. Um, my breakout players for the Patriots this year in 2019 are on offense, Isaiah Wynn and Sony Michelle. And on defense, Joan Bentley. I, I like those moves. I mean, you have to think pretty much this entire Patriots draft class didn't get to play much this past year. So I agree with you. I would take Jawan Bentley and Isaiah Wynn just because they showed so much promise and we never really got to see much from them. Yeah. And I think, I, I think Sonny Michelle's going to can pick up where he left off from last year. A guy that I think is going to be a guy that's going to be a very good running back in this league. And a guy that I think I trust on this offense with, along with Brady and Gronk. Yeah. Uh, I trust him a hundred percent too. He's, he certainly gave a different dynamic to this team, making them more of a run first team. And that's something we haven't seen in a while from the Patriots. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. I think, uh, I do think that when it comes to the Patriots, I do think they're going to be the favorites to win the AFC East. And then my breakout players for the LA Rams now is on offense. It's uh, Joseph Nopu and on defense, uh, on defense, it's uh, John Franklin Myers. Okay. I like it for me on offense. I might go, I'll go one of the tight ends. I, I like Tyler Higby. I know, he, he did do well this past year, but I, I would look for the Rams to get more involved in the tight end game, whether it's with Higby or a guy like Gerald Everett or if they do draft a guy because they certainly have the wide receivers and the running backs. But adding a quality tight end or if Higby can develop into that would add a whole new dimension to this Rams offense. And on defense, I know he had a little bit of a breakout year this past year, but just building off of that and because he's a BC grad and I got to give any opportunity I can to give him a shout out, John Johnson. I think he can be a great rover in the secondary there for this team. Oh, you're saying that you're saying for your defensive breakout player of the year because you've seen John Johnson play in uh, play in college. Yeah, that's why you think he's going to continue to get better. Absolutely. I think my top three players that I think the Patriots will resign now that the the Patriots now have now that they have franchise tag Stephen Gostowski is. I think the Patriots for sure keep Trey Flowers. They're going to keep Jason McCarty and Ryan Allen. And for the Rams, who I think they're going to keep for sure is LaMarcus Joyner, Roger Saffold, C.J. Anderson, and, and then the fourth guy I'm going to add in there is Dante Fowler Jr. Yeah, I agree with all those guys. Um, Joyner, I'm, I'm was never too high on him, so I'm, I can see the Rams re-signing him. I don't know how it'll end up working out. Patriots, I agree on your moves. Uh, one I may add is, I think they choose between one of the two wide receivers, whether it's Dorsett or Cordell Patterson to bring back. And I think they probably choose Patterson just because of the added dimension he gives them in the return game. I'm going to choose Patterson. I say Patterson's going to stay with Chris Hogan. And I think Dorsett's going to walk. And then the other question is now that with the Dolphins, let's move on to the Dolphins and what they're, what they're thinking in their heads are under coach flow and also, um, and also their organization. So, I do think the Dolphins are going to release Ryan Tannehill for sure. And I do think the Dolphins are going to cut Danny Amendola too. So do you see the Dolphins cutting Danny Amendola so that the Dolphins save money and that Danny Amendola comes home to the Patriots this year? I think if the Dolphins do that, the Patriots would certainly be a team that would be in on Amendola just because of the past success he's had. Uh, I mean, something I could see happening if Amendola comes back is the Patriots letting a guy like Chris Hogan go just because he underperformed a little bit this year. He came out a little bit in the AFC Championship game especially and played really well, but it just didn't look like he took that next step in his development. Um, So I could see maybe doing a a swap. They bring back Amendola, 
send Hogan out. But, I mean, Amendola, he's a beloved figure here with all the success he had. You can't discount that. So um, I would be excited to see it. I get what you're saying. I like Chris Hogan. I would like to see him stay with with Cordell Patterson and also have Amendola be one of the starting receivers with Edelman and, Go- and Josh Gordon. But I get what you're saying is that Chris Hogan really took a step back last year, and um, it was all because – there was more targets for Josh Gordon and all that. But if Chris Hogan walks, then it's not the end of the world for the Patriots. I like the kid. I like Chris Hogan. I think he's a a tremendous player. But I think his production just wasn't there. I agree, and I think I'm in the same boat with you. I think people expected him to take a bigger step forward, especially without a guy like Amendola, and it just never really materialized. So what I think is the Dolphins cut Amendola, and I do believe that Amendola is going to be back in a New England Patriots uniform so that we can repeat Super Bowl champs once again. I sure hope so. I have a couple of matchups for Patriots and Rams in the Super Bowl. Um, Earlier for our early Super Bowl 54 predictions, I have the Patriots playing the Rams again. Then I have the Patriots playing the Saints. Then I have the Patriots playing the Packers. And then I have the Patriots playing the Cowboys or Eagles as my potential Super Bowl 54 matchups down in South Florida. Okay, I like it. I'd say mine could be any combination of these matchups. I'd say out of the AFC, my three teams would be the Patriots, Kansas City, and Houston. And out of the NFC, my three teams would be the Saints, the Rams, and the Bears. I could see any combination of those. I do think matchups like the Patriots versus the Saints or the Patriots versus the Rams are more likely. But those would probably be my top three in each conference that I could see realistically making it to the Super Bowl in some combination. Yeah, either one. For the, for the Rams, they could play the Patriots again. They could play the Chiefs. That's kind of like my top two for the Rams, who I want them to play in the Super Bowl. But I do see the Patriots making it back to the Super Bowl for a fourth year in a row. Yeah, I, I think they can. They, they proved it this year against all odds. So I, I certainly see it. I would not count it out for next year. So you think the Patriots will either play the Rams or the Saints? Because the reason why I said Green Bay will will win the division next year is because I think the Packers are going to have a very good offseason. Matt LaFleur is going to do a great job with Green Bay. And I think with the NFC North, I think it's going to run through Green Bay again. And I think Chicago will make a wild card spot. And I do think Minnesota will be the third best team in the NFC North, with Detroit being the last place team in the NFC North. I think the Packers are going to win the NFC, the NFC North again. Yeah, I mean, if it came down to those teams, it would be interesting because I know we all wanted to see Brady Breeze last year. We could still see that next year. But now you're adding in the dimension of Brady Rogers. So I think from an NFL perspective, you'd like to see the Packers good again. I just don't know how much they're going to turn around because they were a mess last season. So hopefully LaFleur does a good job in turning them around. I think Matt LaFleur is going to do a good job turning the, uh, th- turning the, the Green Bay Packers around. Mm-hmm. And I do, I, I'm kind of excited what they're going to do, but really, but what I'm excited about the combine is I, I think it's going to be a great combine. And, and speaking of the combine and who I have the Patriots and Rams taking at 31 and 32 for the Patriots, I have them taking Noah Fant. And with the Rams, I have them taking Montez Sweat okay. on my mock drafts. I like that. Um, for mine, Patriots, I'll stick with a tight end. I'll stick with an Iowa tight end, but I'll go to the other one I'll go with. TJ Hawkerson, I think you can't go wrong with either of those two Iowa tight ends, but um, I'll choose him. I think it's just going to come down to whichever of those two is left at that point. And I like the Montrez Sweat pickup for the Rams. I would like TJ Hawkerson, but I prefer Noah Fant to be a Patriot because I think 
Noah Fant would be a good t- compliment to Gronk, and he's a guy that's a good receiving tight end that could catch the ball and just run run for like 80 yards for a touchdown. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, like I said, with those top three, those two and Irv Smith, you, you can't really go wrong getting a tight end in this year's class. Yeah, I think the Patriots are going to use offense first for a second year in a row in the first round, and I do think they're going to get a tight end. I think so. I think they go tight end in the first round, and then, um, I mean, obviously it all depends on Gronk, but this may be the year to go and get a tight end, even if Gronk's not retiring, just to pair with them. And in later rounds, you go for, I don't know, you go for a defensive end or um, some other offensive help, maybe a later round wide receiver too. Yeah, and then uh, in a few weeks from now, I'll include you in the uh, NFL free agent show about we'll talk about where where the free agents will end up. And then sometime in April, I'll include you in the uh, NFL draft show of the 2019 NFL draft show where you and I will release our mock drafts. And then with that being said, my final NFL thought is um, I think I my final NFL thought is um, I think the Patriots are going to be a good team this year. And I do think that don't sleep. Don't my sleeper team this year in the NFL is don't sleep on the Cleveland Browns. I like it. I, I think they are ready to make the next step this year. And, and what are your, what's your final NFL thoughts? Um, for me, I'm excited to see what the Patriots do in the offseason, especially at wide receiver and tight end, specifically the weapons for Tom Brady, because there was a lot of turnover this past year. See what happens with Josh Gordon. See if the Patriots go out and sign a guy like Golden Tate or – They've struggled to draft high-end receivers in the past, so maybe go out and get one of those buy-low with high-reward wide receivers. And for my sleeper team, we'll go with one more before the end of the end of the episode. I will add in the Minnesota Vikings. I think everybody's low on them because rightfully so after how last season went with Kirk Cousins. But I, I have faith that maybe Kirk Cousins can turn it around. I think Kirk Cousins will. Uh... I think Kirk Cousins will turn it around. I think he's going to be a. I think he's going to be a good. Uh, he's going to. I think he's a great quarterback, but it's a. It's about building pieces around him, and I do think with the Patriots, I do think that they're going to draft Noah Fan. I think he will be a good compliment to Gronk. And what I'm going to say about my final NFL thought is, is expect Gronk to play one more year, and I expect Josh Gordon to be back in a Patriots uniform next year too, along with Danny Amendola. I sure hope so. Anyways, I'll. I'll uh, coordinate with you when we'll do our free agent show for the NFL. And uh, with that being said, uh, have a good day. Thank you. You too.